Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we have your Extreme Rules recap, your G1 analysis so far, Hulk Hogan's return, and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast. See, I didn't drink a bottle of wine before I came in. I can do it on one take now. I'll say, you did that kind of quick, too. Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Marks, and welcome to the Band from Ringside podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. Jobney Dangerfield. And to my right, as always, we have Two Beer, Zach Pullman. What's going on, Two Beer? Not much. It was a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Yes, uh, yeah, very I much mean, so. Like, these are like... You know the little respites from being miserable that we get in the mid when in the Midwest. So. Oh man, it was so nice. And I'm gonna spend time. the whole one inside watching the G1. So. <laughs> and to his right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Hashtag Boo the Heels. It's all good, baby. Sleep deprived, but still on the grind, my friend. Got the T-shirts out for uh, Band from Ringside podcast. Hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, whatever the case may be. Big shout out, shout out to Murray Man, who is now taking over a lot of our marketing and promotional gigs. So he will be the man to talk to if you want us to do promotions, all that other good shit. Shout out to Murray Man. Appreciate your help, my brother. The Fifth Beetle. The Fifth Beetle. I guess or the fourth beetle. I don't know. The Haven't fourth, seen Tinder. No, I was about to say Tinder's, Tinder's always the fourth, so we got to have the fifth beetle. He's the Mar- fifth beetle. Yeah, I was about to say, and like uh, Vice can be just like the hype man around us. You know what He's I'm saying? He's George Martin, who used to produce uh, all the records, all the Beatles records. Sounds good to me. Uh, and uh, we are coming at you as Zach said from beautiful St. Louis, Missouri, in the exquisite Shock City Studios. We got Sam the Mauler Mall. Mr. Perfect's in the house. Turning the knobs tonight. Uh, before we get too far into it, we'd like to remind you of our first sponsor tonight, Soul Taco. Soul Taco, the best Korean-Mexican fusion food in the world. Dare I say, in the galaxy. No! In the universe. They the got universe. spots all around the St. Louis area. Two food trucks driving around. Uh, they got a brick-and-mortar place in the U-City Loop in St. Louis. Chesterfield, Missouri. Columbia, Missouri. Champaign, Illinois. Chicago, Illinois. We're going to be up in Chicago here in a scant five weeks. Yeah, I was going to oh, say wild. five, six weeks, man. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy, the all in, uh The all-in event up there, and we are on We are on uh, Podcast Row. They're calling Starcast. it Starcast. Watch out, baby. So, uh, We'll be up there. You know what? I think we might have to take a make a stop next to Soul Taco wearing our BFR shirts. We'll grab everybody wearing a BFR shirt and just take a picture in front of Soul Taco. And BFR maybe, takeover. That sounds masturbatory. <laughs> <laughs> Spell it. Spell masturbatory. No, you, you, really want, you really want me to do no, it? No. He, can, he can definitely do it. So if you've never checked out Soul Taco, we totally recommend it. They got the best tacos, burritos, quesadillas. Pot stickers. I, I still haven't tried them. Kimchi waffle fries. I haven't done it either yet. I'm kind of pissed. Uh, yeah, we're we're bad. We need to ch- go check it out. But why don't you guys go check it out and let us know how you liked it? Uh, Soul Taco. They've been one, been here since that day one ish. Friend of the show, sponsor the show. Go get yourself some Soul Taco. And without further ado, we'll get to our three counts. I don't know where my thing went. Pretend it was there, and I'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> and let's leave that so bitchy. So, JCB, why don't you start us off with our one count? What do you say? Usually we go chronologically, but we're going to jump a little bit and start with WWE first. We're going to go with Extreme Rules on Sunday night. 15,000 packing in the Pittsburgh Arena. I can't remember what the arena name is. Doesn't matter. That works. Uh, yeah, right. Um, actually, I'm, I'm sure I can figure it out, but doesn't matter. Um, main event, surprisingly, was uh, Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler, 30-man Iron Man match for the uh, Intercontinental title. Uh, apparently, Vince was not at gorilla position, Triple H and company running the show, so they kind of switched things up. They threw what I uh, most people thought was going to be the main event. Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley in the middle of this card uh, and kind of played off it from there. Not a great pay-per-view. We can I'll just go winners and losers just off the top of my head. The biggest winner in my mind of the pay-per-view card was Rusev. He takes AJ for about 16, 17 minutes and a nice back-and-forth match. Obviously, AJ Styles wins. I thought Rusev was probably the biggest winner. He looks the best of the bunch. They protected him. They protected him. They made him look good because eventually Aiden English is going to take the fall for this. And then in no particular order, just like I said, off the top of my head, Drew McIntyre looks ridiculously strong out of this. He basically is 
uh, accounts for at least three or four pinfalls in that Iron Man match. I thought he came off looking strong. Bobby Lashley, unfortunately, it in the long run, Bobby he comes, Lashley. He, but no, he he beats Roman Reigns clean. And when you with beat Roman Reigns clean with his own move, you got to be a winner. I thought you Granny, were going to say that he was the big winner because he went over Reigns, and that was not even a consideration. Whenever we were talking about predictions, we hadn't even thought about that oh, being yeah. possible. That's no, true. but I mean, I think once again, we kind of were short-sighted on that and didn't think that this was going to be the end and whoever won this was going to move on to Brock Lesnar. Once again, 24 hours after the fact, I was like, you know what? That didn't mean anything. You know, we're going to have some sort of number one contenders match on Raw, which we did. And now we are back to square one again, which is... I guess we could start with part of the losers of this pay-per-view card. Because there's what, way more of those. Once again, booking is questionable. Oscar Carmella, to me, is one of the big ones. Uh, you could jump right to the main event where you've had four pins in five minutes. That's a big one. I think, hell no, and the Bludgeon Brothers should have just been taken off the card. If you're going to go out, if Kane is really that hurt, just just say that he's hurt, and you can you know move it along to the next you know pay per view, ah, whatever a, the case may be. That's a good way to get to the Daniel Bryan Miz feud, though, right? But you you can get to that anyway. I mean, we thought that they were just killing time with that feud anyway. Okay, okay but I just think besides the two big cold main events, AJ Styles, Rusev, and the thirty man Iron Man match, there was not a match that went over ten minutes. You could have used that other min- minutes to go somewhere else, probably. Two beer, your biggest takeaway. Uh, it was just a bad show. Um, it didn't make hardly anyone look good. You guys mentioned Rusev, and um, you know, even though he tapped out, it told a good story. You know, they were going after each other's weaknesses. You know, they were both trying to put on their finishing submission moves, and um, Rusev, you know, or AJ was going after the leg, so he couldn't put on the accolade. Like that match, that was fine. Um, the fucking main event was overbooked. The crowd took it over. Uh, you know when fuck that crowd though. Yeah, fuck them, but also fuck WWE for booking a Iron Man match that way. Whenever Iron Man match, like all that matters is like the last few minutes anyway, and you put seven pinfalls in the first fifteen. I mean, I I just stopped watching. It takes a lot for me to stop watching a Rusa or a Rollins Ziggler match, and I just kept I just played my Switch like in my I was just in my bedroom, margarita on the bedside table. Nintendo Switch in hand, I was way more interested in the Switch than I was the ending of that match. Um, it fucking sucked. Because then they went seven falls, and then it went into fucking chin lock zone. And then nobody could pin anybody, even though they just pinned them seven fucking times in a row. Um, well, fuck I mean, that match. In, in its defense, I will say this. When uh, Drew McIntyre hits uh, Seth Rollins with the Quaymore or whatever, that's an automatic pin. When he gets kicked with the super kick, that's an automatic pin. So a lot of them were finishers on the top of a finisher. And like this man That's always, and always, but I mean, this man always complains about kicking out of finishers. Well, they just did finisher after finisher after finisher. So now you get it tied up to three to three. That's the thing. They didn't but need, they didn't make need it to four do it. Three. Now I'm mad at the inconsistency of it. Also, well, I mean, <laughs> inconsistency. And also you got, you got Rollins being up by three. You got your baby face up by three. Where's the drama in that? Right. No, that's, I mean, that's a good point. I didn't, as I was watching it, um, I had had a few. As, as I was watching it, I didn't mind it that much because I was like, well, fuck it. Because you know how every time there's a best out of three falls, like there's there's always one fall within three minutes. And you're always like, well, that's stupid because this team would never pin this team. Or if it's like a tag team or this guy would never pin this guy within three minutes. And then you got... Ziggler versus Rollins, who just went 30 minutes on Raw the other night uh, without a single pin. Which is a better match. It was, a, it was a better match. But then when they kept piling on pinfall after pinfall, I was like, well, yeah, fuck it. Let's have 30. Let's <laughs> no, just have a pinfall see, a minute. That. Who cares? No, no, but that is not why that, that, that they lost that crowd before then. They lost that crowd because that crowd was full of jerks that went into business for themselves. Yep. They... It might be WWE's fault for having the clock no. on the big screen. No, that's not their fault. But for the crowd to start counting down the last 10 seconds or every minute like it's the Royal Rumble, oh, that, was, just, that was dumb. Just to be funny. They were doing it from the very beginning. 
piss on that crowd. I'd rather you guys throw on a beach ball than do that shit. And then WWE, I read that WWE took it off of the big screen. And so the guys, so guys in the arena pulled up the WWE network on their phone and then they started doing it anyway. You got. Everybody bitches about Roman Reigns doing the main event. You got, you got Rollins and Ziggler in the main event. Yep. Two of the best workers in the company. Yep. The Intercontinental Belt yep. headlining a pay-per-view for yep. the first time in... I, a, a decade, I think they said. Yeah, it's been a long goddamn time since the last time that happened. Two guys that you know can go. This mm-hmm. is everything that you wanted. Mm-hmm. All you smarks out there that decide mm-hmm. to go into business for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you do it anyway. Testify. And if anything, this is going to give... Vince, more more ammo to say, see, they needed Roman Reigns in yep. the main event. So exactly. now we're going to put Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns in, in the main, main event. And we're going to see it. And then what's the next one? SummerSlam, which is in New York. Oh. And then we're going to get New York fucking crowd. <laughs> and it's going to be Brock versus Roman versus yeah. Lashley in a triple threat. No. Yeah, which, probably. No. Probably. But you what, think it's going to be Lashley? No, it's going to be Roman versus... I've, 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 you think I've it's singles? It all the time. Yeah, it's a singles match. You think it's Roman versus Braun, Brock? Braun cashes in, and then the wild card is KO, because now KO has been off television for a week. He might be off a second week. The rumor now is that KO costs Braun the cash-in. Roman Reigns wins and still becomes and stays champion after the failed Braun cash, I would I would mark out for that, but just because it's a rumor this far out means that it's not going to happen. The crowd sucked, but the booking sucked uh, anyway. I was down. What do were you down with the booking on um, Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy? Because I, I was that- very surprised. <laughs> I thought, see, I thought Hardy was was more hurt than he is because they did it so quick. I'm like, oh, well, obviously he's taking his toll and he needs to go away for a while. But that's not the case. Apparently not. No, no. So um, I was surprised. It was. I mean, it was refreshing at least, you know. It wasn't the worst booking in the world. The reason why I laugh is is because I just love Hill Nakamura so yeah. and it just plays yeah, into his character. He's really great it took, as a heel. It took Hardy more time to put on that face paint than it did the actual they match. They could have done that match I was eight times. Profightdb.com pro has it at six seconds. Dude, I, I got up whenever Nakamura, his music hit, I got up from my bedroom to the kitchen, which is adjacent, and grabbed a beer, rustled around for a bottle opener for a second, opened it, and came back in and fucking Nakamura's racing the <laughs> Like, he made it all the way down the ramp, into the fucking ring, and won the belt by the time That's I got back God. into my bedroom. <laughs> what do you have kids for if you don't have them going to get your beer? <laughs> they do sometimes. Oh, that's good. There you go. I, I was just trying to figure you had one of those couches that had, like, the cooler, like, built Tara, into Tara the couch. fly for it. No? All right. They got him at Bed Bath & Beyond. No, they don't. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was Strowman versus KO, um, which... Had the biggest spot of the night by far. Biggest yeah, nice unnecessary bag. bump in history. Thank you. God, that was a huge spot, though. Yeah, right but I mean, in the middle of the card. No, but Two Bears said it, man. I mean, there's no reason for KO to be jumping off the top of a fucking cage. It's not the the feud wasn't that serious. If no. Sammy threw him off, let's go. All, all Sammy Zane, I'm all for it. All for it. Let's go kayfabe style here for a minute. Kayfabe style. Kayfabe style. Wait, I forgot what my question was going to be. Got Bron- you got Braun. You're, you're going to say the baby face throws. That is what I was yeah. going to say. We've been doing podcasts it doesn't make any for a while. Sense. It doesn't right. make any sense. I mean, basically this whole feud has been just Braun chasing KO around. For Being just, a bully for just, like the last three weeks. Just terrorizing him. But, you know, be a star, guys. Be a star. Everybody <laughs> be a star. Um, so we'll parlay this into uh, what we talked about earlier. We had two triple threat matches on Raw. To the winners of which are going to fight next week to see who faces Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. The winners were Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. And Jason, you think that Reigns is going to win this, huh? I don't even think it's a question. You yeah, don't think the way they, some way the it way turns they into book, a draw? The no. way they book, it could be a draw. That's the other way. The way they book, it's 50-50, so... But it could be a draw to turn into a triple threat. That's the other. That's the other way. Somebody has to interfere, and just off the top of my head, I can't think of. What if it's Brock? And what if I grow a horn out of my head? Uh, that's no. That would be fucking wild. Okay, <laughs> Brock showing up surprisingly on Monday night should be equally as wild. It just it doesn't even make sense. I mean. You did this for a reason. You built up Lashley for a reason. You don't mess with Bobby Lashley, and all of a sudden, just like everybody else, like two weeks ago when I went on that ridiculous rant, where was the revival this week? 
Oh, they, oh Roman Reigns put the revival over. They were watching in the back. Okay. They were watching. They were yeah, scouting out the B-team. They were watching the B-team and the, the Ascension yeah. wrestle on the main card well, while they were there in the back. They're still but, involved. But Roman Reigns put them over. They got a payday. Yeah. They got a payday. Yeah, they the got a payday. Range. All right. You guys uh, kind of glossed over probably my least favorite part about the show, Uh-oh. of which there were many. Um, just harken back a few months with me. Oh, shit. I know uh, you going. <laughs> I just, think I do. Just, just back to NXT. <laughs> And who was probably the most dominant person on NXT? Oscar. Oscar. And what do we have? Dude, she looked. They made her look so bad. She looks so bad. They like, made her look unintelligent. They and talk, I was saying yeah. this on on uh, Twitter. I just let's get it out the way right now. Uh, Twitter, BFR Pod on Twitter. Myself, BFR JCB, BFR Zach, all lowercase letters with an H. BFR Bill, BFR Pod also on Instagram and then on Facebook. Friends of BFR and Band from Ringside Podcast on Facebook. I said on Twitter that Oscar was buried, and this guy was like, "Oh no, Oscar's not buried. That's not buried." You know, Charlotte's the one that buried She's had her. one good match on the main roster, and, and it was, was WrestleMania. Mania. And she lost, and everybody, you know, people that don't like Charlotte, oh, Charlotte buried her. No, Charlotte didn't bury no. her. She could have easily came back if they booked it right. She now lost they to made Carmella her look twice. in ridiculous fashion both times. Unintelligent looks. Asuka is in serious trouble. She can... No, I disagree. She's in serious trouble. No, no, no. Yes, she, she, she is. can still. They can you still say, build her back up. You say up. you can build her back up, but like they've just gone so far. People say like you know Bailey was buried, and they did some terrible shit with Bailey. They're still doing terrible mm-hmm. shit with Bailey right now. Oh my god! And that's been going on longer. But Asuka is more of a talent. Like you have to be a little bit more careful. Like whenever you book someone so strong for two fucking years, and then you come on and she's a fucking joke. She's a joke. I think that they would they made say, her look like a joke. Uh, and I, I, I agree that she looked bad Sunday night. But I think that they would say, Oscars are already strong. We have to build up other people in the division, and we're going to. And somebody obviously see somebody obviously sees something in Carmella. So That's they're building up. Too. They're building up. <laughs> they'll be, they're building her up. To be strong, so maybe she'll be a contender later on. She's not so strong, that she though. She's a chicken shit heel, and that's fine if you want to do that, but they're building her up to look strong, but she's not strong. She's not strong if she wins when James Ellsworth is hanging hanging right. upside down from a and shark you, cage. And you know what you should do, and then it, we need to move on, we can move yeah, on. I'm, yeah. Enhancement talent. This women's division just needs more jobbers because you can't have situations where you have Becky Lynch wrestling Mandy Rose. Yeah, it sounds good. Mandy but Rose is a jobber. She doesn't need to be a jobber, though. She needs to have some wins. You're Becky saying they Lynch, need less jobbers? They need more jobbers. more jobbers. So that way you don't have a situation where you have Manny Rose wrestling Becky Lynch. Alicia Becky, Fox. Or, or you had like Sarah, Sarah Logan, Logan. And beating uh, Ember Moon last week. Yeah, have Sarah dumb. Logan beat Jane Doe and have her rack up and get some wins against Jane Doe. So then later on, when she's built up, you already have. Now you got a, a rivalry, a match that you can look forward to versus why the fuck that happened. It's a great job, by the that's way. Good. <laughs> That's gonna have to do it for one count. This is our two count. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> All right, two beer. What's the two count? Uh, two count. We got uh, G one climax twenty eight, uh, which has made me climax about twenty eight times. <laughs> so, uh, especially day two, I re yeah. I rewatch that shit. Like no, the B block is just ridiculously it, stacked. B block is over the top good. I That's, didn't think it was that ridiculously stacked until I saw that first round of B block matches. I'm like, God. Damn, this shit's crazy. It's it's over the top. So like, you know, if if day two was like an old VHS porn that I used to watch with my dad's that got all like blurry and shit, it'd be blurry on my new Japan world. But uh, I'm like rewinding. I'm like, oh, it was so good. Uh, but uh, shit's slowing down. <laughs> there's you know always surprises in in the G1. You know, you got guys losing to guys you wouldn't otherwise think. Uh, I was telling these guys earlier. I finally feel the pain of the March Madness bracket, folks. <laughs> Because I spent all the time on my bracket and it was busted day one. Oh, Even though I'm doing pretty decent, um, there was a show this morning that I haven't seen. Uh, JCB uh, watched that, but I mean, just even if you don't have a ton of time, just watch the singles matches. The tag matches are great, and they often feed into the stories. But I always skip the tag matches. I only watch the singles matches because that's the only good ones enough. You get points for. And just a heads up for those of you guys who. Don't pay the 999 yen. Uh, the 720 show, which is going to be tomorrow, what is it, 430 Central? Yes. 
4.30 Central. If you get on New Japan World, it is that show is going to be free to the public. So it's going to be day five. It's going to be A Block. The entire show? The entire show. Jeez. So uh, if you get if you want a taste, I mean, it sounds like a commercial for New Japan, but we're all marks for it. So if you want a taste of like what this action is, like you're going to be spending $9.99 after you watch that show because it's going to be good. So what's been your favorite match so far? Uh, Omega Naito um, was the Woo. best. They were in the final last year. In my opinion, I think this match was better than their final match last year, which was the best match of the entire card last year one, and one of the best matches of the year. That was my match of the year on the um, Beefer. Yeah, yeah. On the Beefer Awards. This match just called back to that and every other time because they faced each other the year that Omega won, which was the year before. So this match called back to every match that they've had beautifully uh, in Omega, true Kenny Omega fish, fashion. When Omega uh, jumped off the top rope outside over the barricade oh, God. into Naido, that was insane. They even said before, and they're like, there's no way he's going to... He's gonna, he you know, he's climbing he up. And I'm he like, man, he's barricade. getting ready to jump off this motherfucker. Yeah. He's getting ready. To I knew it right when, Na- right when Naido went over the barricade. I was like, oh man, Omega's gonna jump it, isn't he? Yeah. And he jumped it with, he cleared it. Ease. Yeah. Oh yeah, he Ease. jumped it with some room to spare. They said it was 15 feet. I don't think that was 15 feet. I think that was more than 15. I think feet. it was more than 15 feet oh, too. Yeah. I mean, oh, he yeah. launched. Oh yeah, that was about to say it. It was one of the best inside We're, out or yeah, no outside inside out. Yeah, that I've seen in a long time. Um. I hate to even say it, but I mean, Michael Elgin has had two really good fucking matches too. Um, He's gonna have a good G one, I think. Yeah, I was gonna say him and Paige had one of the better matches that uh, I have I've seen so far. That was, cool. awesome. that was day three, first Elgin, match. Yeah. Elgin looks like he's dropped a few lbs. He dropped and, forty pounds. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. forty oh. fucking pounds and no muscle. Yeah, I was like, gonna he, say he's he's pretty much it's crazy. The brick shit house still, of still the bunch. Still pretty stout, man. Yeah, that it's was keto. Say. And and uh, Jay White has been. Very, very interesting in the sense that he's kind of taken this, I guess, negative look that he had coming from the Cow Palace or whatever, and he spun this into a whole new heel fucking persona where it's just like, man, this motherfucker, he's really looking like he's going to be the next big, just dirty riding, not chicken shit heel, but just that heel. Badass heel. Yeah, that just does shit. Fucking switchblade. Yeah, and he'll get away with it because he's just a one step ahead. He's not going to run away from you, but he'll pick and choose his spots. He's kind of like Naido in that fashion. I thought those two were really good. Yano is surprising as much. I like to say fuck Yanu Dude, every time he comes out. Ishii. Yeah, his I was getting ready to say he's, really he's giving up the uh, the cheating for the the G one and he's wrestling. Hell, he was out wrestling Zack Saber Junior in their tag match a I couple of nights ago. I know that you hate Yano because of the comedy stuff, but he is pretty funny. Funny thing is, is like Taguchi and his shirt's bad ass. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> I can't. I, I got the, the sh- fact that the I shirt with the Da Vinci like the the. The man, the human anatomy man, yeah. and it's Yano's face at the top of it. That's, that's really that's, that's really good. cool. Uh, the fact that I gave him credit shows you that I will at least give the little bastard his credit. All right, he's wrestled <laughs> two good bastard. masters. Okay, no, I'm not giving him any more credit. Um, Zach, uh, like you don't have to read all the standings, but who st- what stands out to you there on the uh, on the point totals? Biggest things that stand out, um, you know, you got Yano and Yoshihashi at zero. I had them at zero anyway. I don't have Yano win an entire match. Yoshihashi probably shouldn't even be. Yeah, yet. he's gonna give somebody an upset. Okada's at zero. Right. So Okada has not won a match, and he hasn't won a singles match in more than forty something days. Um, they seem to have Okada doing this new like happy go lucky character, almost like he's not a fan. Yeah, new music, new hair. Not a fan. Almost new, new coming gear. out. But it's almost like now that he's not the champion anymore because he was the champ for so long. He's just like on a bender of like, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like to me. No, I least. can totally see that. And, and God bless you for it. I mean, if you had to go through that title run, you deserve some time off. For me, it's just, it's like, okay, I'm missing the old Akata. I'm, I'm waiting for the Rainmaker to make his appearance. And this is just the the remains of what's happened after his title defeat. I mean, this is a month long. He can get way down and, st- and then still make a run and still probably still win the A block. It's it's possible. It I, is possible. I, for I just him don't to see it now. happening. But I just think that they're, they're going to go a different way. J- Jay White is, and I, I'm going to keep harking on it. 
he's been the most impressive character of the bunch out of the 20 guys. His character is the most impressive so far. And I'm not talking about M-Ring. I'm talking about how he portrays himself to the public. Uh, other things that stand out to YouTuber. Juice Robinson, zero points. Uh, yeah. He's the U.S. title holder on a huge run, you know, popularity-wise and he stuff. He had a fun match against Tamatanga. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, brutal. He's got the broken hand and stuff. But yeah. uh, Hangman Page is wrestling great matches. Um as we expected, you know, all these guys are wrestling great matches, but we got four points, Elgin and the A block, Elgin, Makabe, Jay White, and then in B block, we got a Bushi Omega at four points. So those are the guys that have won both matches that they've... That are they- we ready for Hangman Page to be, like, the next breakout massive star? For New Japan, absolutely. Yeah. I was I, thinking more for ROH uh, first, and then maybe a New I Japan. I mean, but- that is if you already consider Ibushi to be... A massive star. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh right. yeah, for sure. All right. Um, uh, the Zack Saber Junior. Abushi match. I wanted to mention. Uh, I, I'll keep. I'm. I'm on my redemption. I'm on my uh, redemption tour with <laughs> Zack Saber Junior. Should be. Zack Saber Junior. Might be my favorite dude to watch. Wow. What? What's? The, what's no, today's I'm just, date? I'm, <laughs> I, I've already said this on the podcast, but I'm just saying again. It's weird how Zack Saber Junior. When he when he wrestles guys that are good at least, like when he fought Ibushi, Ibushi fights his style for almost the entire match. Which and one? now this might not happen with guys that are lesser talents than Ibushi. But Zack Saber Jr. getting into that like dragging Ibushi down to the mat, which is Saber Jr.'s uh style. Okay, ground that motherfucker. <laughs> Man, when there was that one part where Ibushi did his thing where he hops up on the turnbuckle getting ready to jump outside and and uh <laughs> Saber Jr. pulls him down onto the apron and puts him in that mean looking whatever. I, I mean, yeah. I don't know the name of that move. I mean he does moves that I've never even I, seen yeah, before. It's so strange. Twisting but, you in a literally a pretzel. Go ahead. This is the last time I I want to be done with it after this, though. I never have to ask for forgiveness again for being late on the Zack Saber Jr. train, okay? I, I guess. All right. Okay. Also, I think I'm looking, right. at, I'm looking right. at JCB. All right. I, I, All right. I mean, he's All the one right. that always gives me shit about it. Fine. What's his uh what's his name? His Japanese hype man. He was uh, the old Taka. Yeah. Mikanushi. Yeah. Right, Michinoku. Thank you. Yeah, Taka Michinoku is a great so Japanese hype man for ZSJ. And, uh, <laughs> I, I would love to hear what he says word for word me from too. Spanish, or Spanish, Jesus Christ, Japanese. from Japanese to English. Because I, I get hyped just listening to him. I don't even know what the fuck he's saying. Yeah. Another thing I like about Zack Sabre Jr. is that he's so skinny that when anybody puts a really good hit on him, <laughs> he, he goes flying. Like he, he sells the shit out of it. Like what well, would be a normal punch to take for most guys. Like Zack Sabre Jr. just goes flying because he's he's so damn skinny man he is a beanpole one last thing and we can move on mm-hmm. suzuki doesn't have any points no that, that that's another surprise especially when he had takahashi or tanahashi on the ropes for the majority of that first match and all of a sudden the ace just comes out of the deck and he does his high fly flow and the next thing you know this shit's over with i'm like how does that work he's been working on his legs for like the last 10 minutes and all of a sudden two minutes later the match is over outside that i mean it's and that's just me nitpicking about it it's been a great g1 i'm looking forward to the rest of the week and seeing where the rest of this shit goes one last question then we move on if i go as sonata next year for halloween is that cultural appropriation um, just don't uh, tan face it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just I was kidding. Kind of taking that was I'm, probably the way to go. I'm going as Mungo Jerry. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> all right, that'll bring us to our three counts. Ding, 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 ding. And our three count is going to be uh, Hulk Hogan. This past week was yeah, real re- American. Re- your real American was reinstated into the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, there's no word yet on whether or not he's going to return to TV, but apparently he gave a speech backstage to the talent before Extreme Rules, and uh, apparently the speech didn't go over very well with uh, the black wrestlers on the WWE roster. Or apparently just a lot of the other wrestlers. Well, he, I heard that in a, it, reportedly in his apology, part of his apology was he didn't know he was being taped, yeah. which if you've, if you've read or listened to the audio of what Hulk Hogan said... Um, 
that kind of shit doesn't matter if you knew whether or not you were being taped or not. It wasn't like he just casually dropped an N-word. He actually says the words, I am a racist. Yes. Like, he actually, that's verbatim. Yes. I am a racist. Like, I didn't know I was being taped is if I'm listening to uh, the RZA in J-Bell's car, and I'm rapping along with it, and the N-word slips out just because I know all the words, and I didn't know I was being taped. Hulk Hogan, what he said... That kind of shit. Not not that I do that, anybody. I, I <laughs> do not do that. I've never done that in my life. Not say he did. Not say I don't have my knife. But I who's will come the Wu Tang Clan? <laughs> <laughs> who's this Rizzo you speak of? <laughs> I saw this tweet the other They're day. Like the said, new day of rap, right? <laughs> <laughs> I saw this tweet the other day it said something to the effect that alexa won't play the wu-tang clan for me if i'm wearing cargo shorts so (laughs) jcb is the only uh black person in the room uh, um what do you think about titus o'neill because titus o'neill and new day basically had their reaction was listen we're fans of giving guys second and third chances you know we're all about forgiveness the apology didn't really live up to what we were expecting. Uh, Titus O'Neil said that the rumor about him not shaking Hulk Hogan's hand is untrue, that they never had a one-on-one interaction, and that he didn't leave the building, which was also a rumor going around. He said, I didn't throw a fit or anything. I am unhappy with the way that Hulk Hogan approached us. So, JCB, what do you think? Should Well, first of all, what do you think about Hulk Hogan being reinstated? JCB never shook his hand either. No, no shit. That's right. Yeah, probably wouldn't. <laughs> I'll read... The quote from part of what he said on uh, on tape, I'd rather she being Brooke, his daughter, I'd rather she be going with some fucking nigger, Hogan reportedly said on the tape, I'd rather her marry a eight foot nigger than worth a hundred million dollars like a basketball player. Okay, for those who know me, I throw the N-word around like it's nobody's business. That, to me, is a ter- term of endearment, like you are my nigga Zach, you are my nigga Sam. Okay. This is not, <laughs> you, Bill, you know, you my tenure, nigga, okay? Just <laughs> say, everybody in this room, they my niggas, okay? But to, it's a term of endearment. This is not a term of endearment. This is putting someone else down. This person is beneath my daughter's standard, so now he is the N-I-double-G-E-R. And I, I hate the p- fact that people are like, well, black guys using the rap, so, you know, that doesn't, that, why does that matter? It's not the same thing. It's apples and fucking oranges. Do, do people say that anymore? I think, yeah. That, I, I just, that was, saw, I I just saw it on Facebook, and it took everything in my power not to be like, you guys are fucking idiots. It's not the same fucking thing. And if that's the way you're going to use your defense, it was because black people using it rap, so it's okay for everybody else to use it. That's what's wrong with this whole fucking country. Or because country. I didn't know I was being recorded. Even worse. <laughs> the bottom worse. line is, A, he said it. Let's put it out there. He said it. He got caught. If he never got caught, this wouldn't even be an issue because he wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been brought up. He'd be still going around saying racist shit. B, Vince brings him back because... There is money involved. There's a billion dollars getting ready to come up in 2019, and you got to have the biggest superstar in WWE history a part of this billion dollar, uh, not takeover, but transition over to Fox. Who bigger than Hulk Hogan to lead that transition over to Fox? See, you think he'll be general manager? No, fuck, man, look, don't make the. Sh- you I'm, think he'll return to an on-air role? I don't think he. I don't think. I don't you, think they you, can. In 2019, I put money on the fact that he will be on TV. He doesn't. He doesn't need the money. It would, it would just be like a favorite events. I mean, like, well, he's got money. Promote, yeah, promote X. Well, I mean, he doesn't, Saturday need, night's he, doesn't main need, event. he doesn't need the money, but they'd both be doing each other a favor because Hogan's clearly trying to rehab his uh, his public image, but. I'm telling you what, if they put Hogan on air in an on-air role, um, that'll backfire spectacularly to them. Well, listen, they reinstated him in the same week that Papa John CEO was ousted Didn't for the it? same shit. Okay. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't, they, they don't, don't care. They don't, They're not worried about the public wait, image. What was the name of that tournament that they had to change because the... Uh, oh, they, there was the, uh, the fabulous move. That was because of Snickers. It wasn't because of the fans. The fans yeah. reached out to their sponsors, Snickers, and Snickers like said they hey, were going to pull money. We, Fox, just said that, we just said we weren't saying that word. <laughs> Fox Fox is not going to pull out of their SmackDown deal because of no, Hogan. If anything, no, they'll double down on it. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that SmackDown is going to pull out. I'm saying that 
the pressure was enough because of the Fabulous Moolah stuff, and way less people know who Fabulous Moolah is or what she did that was wrong than know who Hulk Hogan is. You don't think people are going to reach out to sponsors and say, fuck this, pull Hulk Hogan? No. Oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to backfire. It's, dude. Mark the date. Mark the date. There has been very little uproar about this fan base-wise. People are happy that Hulk Hogan is back. I don't know about that. Okay. Okay, uh... So percentage wise that he has an on air role, not just a not just that he comes on to WrestleMania to So do he's it. like a GM you see somebody, on a, somebody's manager. You see somebody on a week to week basis. Something like that, yeah. Twenty five percent. Zach. That sounds reasonable. I mean I it's it's He's not gonna be back on the air week to week, but don't get it twisted. He is going to be spearheading this new millennial direction when they start getting in that billion dollar contract Hulk Hogan will be a part of this they're gonna bring the nostalgia factor in right all right that's gonna have to do it for our three count time to tell you about our uh, second sponsor tonight that's JJ Twigs Pizza on Southampton we love JJ Twigs I was there Twice last week, and I was there. Damn, really? <laughs> I was there on Saturday, and I was there on Sunday for my sister in law's birthday, and we were just going to do a little walking tour of Southampton, hit up the three or four bars. Oh, and we so went that's to why JD you went Twitch. to uh, Salt and Smoke. That's why I went to Salt and Smoke. Yeah, went to Salt and Smoke. Oh, shit, man. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But I did go to JD Twigs, and I actually got the Super Mario two days in a row. Hey, so. <laughs> shit, man. Y'all can't put a smoke signal off my brother. You got to go. You guys got to hit up JD Twigs. If you hit me up, on Twitter, the and Jason gave you the the address earlier. Is it called an address? My handle. I'm at BFR Bill. And That's if you two L's, guys, two if L's. You, if you send me <laughs> a direct L's message and tweet boys. me, I will send you. Give me your address, and I will send you JJ Twigs gift cards. Listen, I did it for a fan of the show, friend of the show, Scotty Bourne, just last week or a couple weeks ago. And he can attest, I promise, that if yeah, you just okay. send it to me. Because I tried to do contests, and nobody got involved with contests. So now it's just like, here's the contest. Slide yeah. to my DMs, <laughs> and I will give you. Give him your Addy, and I'll leave it under your pillow. <laughs> give me your Addy. But seriously, guys, they got the best pizza in town. They got a fun atmosphere. They, they got a great happy hour with they, a great drink selection, too. Nice patio. Good beer selection, fun 50 patio. Cent, 50 cent toasted ravs, I think. They pour the drinks strong, too. That's good for me when I'm waking up on a Saturday, guys. <laughs> After shots I with your boy. <laughs> live it up on the weekend. So please hit up JJ Twigs on Southampton. Hit me up, and you can get some gift cards. This is banned from ringside. Man, we could do this. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, what's, do the standings before we forget. Do the what? You the standings. The standings. Oh, I forgot about the standings. Sorry, uh, Top Hat. Okay, so in our before we do our odds and ends, um, last week. I really fucking blew the fucking did you really? on this one. It out was of, bad. Out, it was of, bad. Really? out of 11 points, Bill got nine. That's Is this that, the first time you won in like a year? That's that KO win. <laughs> Fuck that Told shit. Told you guys KO was going to win. What? That, that was a win no for win. him, too. JC, win. JCB got eight. <clears throat> Two Beer got six. Oh. And Sam got four. I told you. I screwed the poop. So. I didn't think you were doing that bad. In last place. It's Bill with 22. Oh, <laughs> Bill. I was about to say, I know who ain't in last place. <laughs> JCB with 23. And in second place. Actually, you guys are tied for first with 25. Two beer Damn. and Sam the Mauler Mall. I can't believe I'm still in the lead. Sam is still in the lead. At 25, uh, still hanging on just mm, by his fingertips. Yeah, I was going to say the dog's war He's on that like ass. Tom Cruise at the beginning of Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> that was the shit. Um, man, I really want to see Mission Impossible 6. Those movies have been getting better and better. Man. Yeah, the fallout should be off the chart. Uh, so with some odds and ends, did you guys see uh, Randy Orton attack? Jeff Hardy at the Damn. end of SmackDown? <laughs> he put his finger in the gauge ear. I'm like, he put his yeah. finger oh, through, oh, the, oh, through oh, Jeff Hardy's oh, gauge in his ear, and I thought he was going to rip his ear. I thought he was going to rip it off, too. He had it very, stretched. I mean, he really yeah. had it stretched out. So, Heel Orton is back. Where have you been? Heel God. Orton is back. He, he beat him up at Extreme Rules, too. Kicked him right in the fucking jewels. Yeah. So, I'd rather get kicked in the jewels than getting 
pulled by the ear like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. So there's a little we- bit of retribution. Like his finger smells real bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had gauged ears, and they do not smell good. Really? Yeah, they're bad. That's a thing, huh? Yeah, I mean showers don't. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, man. Like whenever I floss, I always smell my floss. It always smells real bad too, and I floss like every day. Isn't that weird? I can't or I come. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> so he'll order his back. Moving uh, on. Ms. TV. Ms. did the eulogy for uh, Team Hell No. Uh, Ms. once again is a we- Ms. being fantastic on SmackDown during the Ms. TV segment is a weekly occurrence. He was great. Um, looks like we're getting this Daniel Bryan Miz uh, match uh, at SummerSlam, was, which is I'm something pretty, to be yeah, excited about. Yeah. Sooner rather than later, you know, like. Brian was worried about uh, them telling the story all the way until WrestleMania. Well, let's just give it five weeks and uh, let's just do it then. Yeah, but, I mean, it up that way. But they, they've kind of been telling they, the story yeah, slowly for a, a while. Precedent yeah. for it. So yeah, for sure. I'm I'm down with it. Miz yeah. had a huge week. Um, yeah, Miz, MVP the, at the All Star uh, Celebrity Game or whatever. Yeah, yeah his, little, his uh, show uh, debut promo right? on uh, next week is uh, his show. So yeah, Miz is Miz is everywhere, man. It's it's time for him to go ahead and get uh, into the main event run. I don't care what, if it happens between Samoa Joe and AJ or after the fact, but Miz needs a title run. Uh, AJ versus Almas was a really good match. Um, Almas can go, and the obviously only, AJ can. My only complaint is, uh, I you know. I, those two together, they're obviously both great performers. It was just weird to have Almas tap out. Yeah, I was I was kind of disappointed. You mentioned it on Twitter, yeah. and I, I was bummed about that. Yeah, that was good. I mean, he was going to lose anyway. I guess to me, tapping out is the the worst way to lose. Yeah, you know, because it's basically you know saying I can't take any more versus or oh, I got caught with a shot and here's the one two three. Right. Either way. Andre almost looked good, and ultimately that's what you need to take away from it. But like I said, that was me being nitpicky. I'd rather him me just too. be pinned. I, I would, I would like submitted. to see, and if I was AJ, I'd be requesting a Zelina Vega Hurricane Rana. <laughs> I'd be like, can we please do like five <laughs> Hurricane Ranas? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I God think that so a match high. like that, especially coming at the beginning of SmackDown, is kind of Vince saying he probably didn't watch all of Almas's shit in NXT and he was like, "Well, let's put him in with our best and see what he can do." You know. Five star match before he came up. Yeah, no no matter no I mean, he know Vince ain't watching NXT. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, you don't have to Who's this ricochet you refer to? <laughs> I mean, Vince's wife is in the cabinet at the White House. He's not watching NXT. Um, so a uh, couple other things. Oh, okay, this Bailey Sasha Banks thing. Oh God! Uh, uh, this thing still going on? What's up? Is it? So there's a, a couple things that I had to say about the way that Kurt. They're Angle- not turning lesbian. Whoever put that out there, you need to go just walk in the middle in traffic. You don't think they're turning lesbian? Really? This is a PG show. It's 2018. It's Jason. a PG show. It's 2018. It's a PG show. Bill doesn't think they're turning lesbian either. No, but I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird thing to say. I, I, I've always loved you, and I always will, and have her walk away after she saves her. It's kind of weird. It's it's weird phrasing. Is that not weird phrasing? They do it on purpose. You, you never told another grown man, hey, man, I love you. And I always will? <laughs> I've always loved you, and I always will? No, I've never said that to another grown man. Good Lord have mercy. I've always loved you, and I always will. You really think this is a lesbian saying? No, this is me saying it to you. I'm looking you dead in the eye. And I'm, I'm looking back at you. I've always loved you, and I always <laughs> and will. And I love you too, baby. Um, <laughs> it's kind of strange, though, that when oh, Kurt Angle handled the women pretty pretty weird this week. Um, he handles everything weird. He sucks. No, it, uh, they made him look I really thought bad. The fir- I thought the first segment with him and Paul Heyman when he stripped Brock of the title was... Uh, one no, of his he, he best statements he's had. He looks like a fucking. He said, "I'm right now. I'm stripping Brock of the title." And then Heyman came out and stopped him. Yeah, exactly. He stopped him. He's a fucking goof. Wait, are you talking kayfabe or not kayfabe? Kayfabe. Kayfabe. Yeah. Kurt Angle looks bad. If you go strip him of the title, strip him of the title. Do it. You think, and, you and think William Regal would stand for the NXT champion not defending for six months? Hell no, no. He'd have stripped it and he'd have went up there like a man's man and stripped it of himself and flicked him on the nose and fucking walked away. You think, Don't besmirch my think, title. You think Teddy Long would have? 
No, he would have made a tag match. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> he would have made a tag match <laughs> with the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> We're all doing our Teddy Long for everybody that can't see in here. Um, but uh, anyway, Kurt Angle on you know in, uh, he he always says on Raw we decide things in the ring, but if Sasha Banks and Bailey can't yeah. get along, he's sending one of them to SmackDown. It's like yeah. that is so that's the patriarchy, man. That's such that's the patriarchy. It really is. I know it is. It is. I was so mad about it. Like, what? You're going to send fucking AJ to fucking Raw because he was feuding with Shane? What about KO and Braun? Yeah. You, no, yeah. You just put them in a cage. Like, yeah. put, them, put the girls in a cage. Women. Women. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a patriarchy, too, Great. bro. Okay. Great. See, th- Great. If, th- you know what? They call them the boys. They, you know, we can call them right. the girls. They're the fucking boys and they're the girls. Uh, nice nice save. Nice yeah. save. Holla, say, holla, 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 holla. <laughs> and then, and then the other thing is uh, Ronda Rousey. Uh, interferes with the match the night before, and then she comes, uh, you know, like Diesel through the crowd to come after Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss begs off, goes up the ramp. Kurt Angle comes down, and because Ronda Rousey made a joke of his suspension, and because she came over the barricade and came into the ring, Kurt Angle is going to punish her with a title shot at a very high-profile pay-per-view. Absolutely. One of the big where four. Is the, where is the... I mean, it'd be, it'd be something if Kurt Angle was saying, I'm going to do this because uh, we were partners at WrestleMania and I actually like you a whole bunch. Yeah. But... It was so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm fine with the title shot. I know a lot of people say, like, yeah, it's early. But, like, she's a fucking superstar, and she's proven that she can carry herself. Like, I don't care if she gets her own with the belt. If we got Lesnar running with the belt and it's not even on TV, let's give the women's belt to somebody besides Alexa Bliss, who's had it for fucking and- a year. Let her give it a shot. But... Do it in a way that makes sense. Be like, hey, you're fucking badass. Here's a shot at the big four instead of being, you know, making Kurt Angle look like a fucking goof again. And this is where <laughs> like you, how you call him a goof. <laughs> I mean, kayfabe style, he looks ridiculously bad. And this is where you should have done a Bailey Sasha feud earlier because, I mean, this was, we were, me and Murray, man, we're talking about it last night. This started right around, uh, what was it? Royal Rumble. It spilled on into WrestleMania where we thought we were, they were going to have a match. Then maybe I have a match at Grayest Royal Rumble. We didn't have a match there. Not an extreme rule. So now we're into the middle of the year. This has been going on for six months. Come on, man. Damn. This shit should have been done. You should have ended it. Now you could have Ronda Rousey face the winner. And then this is your number one contenders match. And then you could have had that winner face Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam instead of just pushing this. And Ronda Rousey was going to face Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam. Let's just get that off the table right now. What's the over-under on that match? Four minutes. Uh, which match were we talking about? Rousey Bliss. No, I think they'll have a No, they don't match. have a match. Yeah. You think so? 10, 15 minutes. I thought the same thing about her and Nia and Rousey sold for like 8 to 10 minutes. Yeah. So they're going to have a match. Nia's a bit more formidable. Um, uh, staying so it'll on- be Alexa selling. Yeah. yeah. Staying staying on the selling, quote unquote. Staying on the women. Uh Becky Lynch. I don't think there's anybody that is so shamelessly babyface in the on the entire roster as Becky Lynch. That promo she cut after she beat Mandy Rose was a good promo. Everybody's behind her. She's still over despite uh, WWE's best efforts. Uh, <laughs> she's facing Carmella next week, uh, and if she wins, she gets the title shot at SummerSlam against Carmella. Do you see Becky Lynch walking out with all the uh, all the rub that Carmella's gotten for beating <laughs> for beating Oscar twice and being Charlotte? Twice is, is Becky Lynch walking out with the title at SummerSlam? Uh, I'll go first. Um. If you're going to pin me down right now, my knee-jerk reaction is to say yes. It's been a minute for Becky. Fans are waiting for Becky to to do it. Carmella's run has been okay, nothing great. I personally wouldn't necessarily have a problem with it, but it wouldn't surprise me either if events pulled the trigger and have Carmella go over Becky Lynch. Dude, whenever it comes to a Becky Lynch push with a title run, like my balls are bluer than that SmackDown Live logo. <laughs> I, well, it's getting like, ready. Like they, it they, needs to happen. It needs to happen. It, I mean, and she's plus so the, over. And plus the two champs that they had, the two women's champs they have now, as talented as both of them are, they are both 
you know, they're great characters and not good wrestlers. Great characters, not good wrestlers, and they're both very similar characters. They are chicken shit heels with somebody on their side that helps them win. And they, they you know, I'm not saying that they look exactly like, but they're both Barbie type blondes. You know what I mean? Vince and loves his blondes. Well, don't we all? But still, I mean, I like no! my redheads too. No, okay. Your boy here is a man of the people. I like the spectrum. It's like the United Nations. I'm you not like go- chicks on the spectrum? Oh, I got you. Wait a minute. But you but you like <laughs> but blondes are on the spectrum too. Blondes, brunettes, redheads, Japanese, man, uh, Hispanic, uh, black, God, white, purple. This is like, it doesn't matter. Put a little lisp on that and we got the ladies van in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Baskin Robbins for me. I just, want a little, a I just want that little wooden spoon so I can take a scoop of each whenever we go flight. Oh my god. Oh god, it's so gross. Uh we got uh uh, what's going on with are we gonna get do you think we'll have uh, Lana <laughs> Lana and Rusev and Aiden English have a little bit of drama right now so it looks like Aiden English and Rusev are heading towards a breakup how great would it be if Lana sided with Aiden for a while that's what I was gonna say do you think Lana's gonna side with Aiden it That'd would be, be fun as fuck it really would be <sighs> That would make Rusev the baby face that, right. that we all wanted him to be. It'd be like Deborah McMichael going with Jeff Jarrett. Right. Like, yeah. it's like, he's obviously a dweeb or, compared to your and husband. Actually, I don't, the more and more I'm starting to think about it is the more and more I don't have a problem with this because that would give Aiden English, who has a lot to do with the, the popularity of Rusev Day, that would give him that heel rub that he would need. So then once that feud started to happen, you would have people invested. You would have Aiden English as the queer heel. You would have Rusev as the queer face. It would work. Yeah, not even that the feud do doesn't even need to happen because what they seem to be doing is every time someone gets over organically with something that they've done, they just take that away oh, yeah. Yeah. from them. Like, like uh, Damien Mizdow. Mm. That place was going. That place used to go crazy for Damian Mizdow every and, time, and, man. and then they released him. Damn, man, that's I know, idiots. This, this is, is banned, banned from, from ringside. All right, that brings us to our birthdays this week. There's quite a few. We have Adam Hangman Page, the aforementioned, is 27. Future uh, world champion, baby. Uh, fabulous Moolah, the aforementioned, is uh, 95. She's still around. I fucking hope uh, not. No. Uh, I know, motherfuckers. HBK Shawn Michaels is hey. 53. Showstopper. Yeah, but he was born again, so he's only like 16. <laughs> and Dango is 37. Akira Tozawa is only 33. Good Tor- match on 205 the other night. Yeah. Uh, Tori Wilson. It's <laughs> 43. Zach Saber oh! Jr. is 31. Finn Balor is 37. Roderick Strong is 35. Marty Scroll is 30. The original Doink, that's what I had listed as. I didn't do the research. I don't know what Whatever. his name is. He's 61. Is he still alive, you think? I think so, yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler is 38. And Triple H, the cerebral assassin. The game. 49 years old. Hey, everybody. We know there's a ton of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to ours. Feel free to let a friend know. We appreciate when you let somebody know. Like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter. Uh, Tell your Mark friends how much fun you have listening to Band from Ringside. For Shock City Studios. For Sam the Muller Mall. For Soul Taco. For JJ Twigs. For Two Beer Zach Pullman. For JCB. I need some sleep. I am Bill Vagie and everybody boo the heels. Please and thank you.